Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Pacers running. What shoe you wear matters most. You got to make sure you're the right pair of shoes, whether or not you're walking or running. And Pacers running are going to take care of you for that. Welcome to the game. Here today on episode 106 of Ref the District, Stoner trying to tell us that the players mattered more than the coach. And in a lot of cases, he might be right. Uh, but then again, Stoner also wants to pay Derek Carr $200 million, according Untrue. to you, you, you can't see Slander. <laughs> it's total uh, slander. I do Michael not. Henderson, coaching makes a difference. I didn't, I Dre, didn't coaches matter. You I have to want that. to play for the coach. You didn't, say that. You didn't Don't say that. misconstrue my words. You didn't say Coaches that. Coaches matter, but players are what makes the difference. There you go. Sure. I, and and I, I'm not going to disagree, especially certain players are going to make you look better, right? If you have a star quarterback and you're the offensive coordinator, you know, I'm Patrick Mahomes makes Eric Benamy, you know, as an offensive coordinator, whether or not he's calling plays or not, he's making him better. Right. He's he's that's the reason why people want Eric B is because he's right now coaching an offense that has Patrick Mahomes. You're not wrong, but there are coaches who elevate their game. There is a coach who was just traded for a first rounder and a second rounder. Okay, so coaching does matter. Coaching is important. Um, Let's just hope Dallas continues having mediocre coaches like McCarthy and then all will be right in the world. Let's get I'm just putting that out there. Okay. He's a Hall of Famer. Who? We're moving on from McCarthy. This isn't a Cowboys podcast. Let's get to the players that Washington needs to let loose for some cash. Uh, Currently, they're not actually sitting on a lot of money, uh, but they are expected to have a lot of money, largely because the first one, we all know it's going to happen, right? Tell me. This is going to happen. Carson Wentz, cut. Yeah. Nope. Right? Saving $26 million there, according to nah, over gonna, the cap. They're going to keep him the mentor, Sam, at a cheaper deal. <laughs> no chance. No, no. No, laugh at it now. Like laugh that. at it now. You're going to laugh now, Stoner, but okay. remember, hey, everybody, everybody, everybody raved about him being a great locker room guy. Ron Rivera said this is the guy we want. It was an unfair situation due to injury. Um mm. The bat, I don't know. I saw this on Twitter. It's a great stat. His last two backup quarterbacks are currently um, in the Super Bowl or have won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So might as well just keep him there to mentor Sam because Sam talked about the camaraderie in the quarterback room. Uh, nobody's probably going to want Carson Wentz as their starter. He's going to be a backup somewhere else. So why not just make him the backup in Washington? Restructure his contract and keep him there. He had an unfair deal. He got injured. I mean, the, and when he played, it wasn't great, but he didn't really get a chance to. 
I'm sorry. I can't. I can't listen to Carson Wentz. <laughs> don't, hang, don't ask the question. On this, on this you don't want the answer. Right. Okay. I did not expect. I said. I said. I, I was like. I tell you pregame. This is going to happen. He's going to get cut. I told you pre-show. I'm coming with it tonight. And there's For our audio listeners. I definitely removed Trev from the uh, from the chat here because <laughs> Lord Almighty, I cannot. You guys know I didn't want Carson Wentz here in the first place. That's I said right. the best part of his deal was the fact that we can let him loose after the season, and it's fine. We got to let him loose. You can't keep him. He you showed that he is the guy. Even as a backup, you don't want him as the backup. Why not? Who do you Why not? Are you restructuring the guys making twenty six million. Or you restructure what? Are you going to keep him on for six years with some dead cap and maybe <laughs> no. Cut him when he's not worth anything. He doesn't cost you anything right now. Keep you him. can re-sign. You can sign someone like Baker Mayfield probably for like six million dollars. When They're isn't Baker keep. Mayfield probably better asset than Carson Wentz at this point? No. But go ahead, Teddy Bridgewater. No, Teddy Two Gloves. I'm not keeping Carson Wentz on this team. He's getting no. Carson Wentz was a former NFL MVP candidate. Teddy Bridgewater did what in the NFL? What did he do? Come on, what do you do? When he healthy, what do you do? Break the bank. He wore two gloves. I tell you that. That's different. I, I bet she has pretty fairly similar stats to probably, probably not too far stats. too far off there. Yeah, he, yeah. he probably hasn't had as good a year as Carson had in that one year. He, he, he hears with with uh, Trev. Now I actually he, I now have to entertain Bro, Trev's four yeah, loco conversation here. Smart. Uh, he's saying bring back bring back Carson. I as a backup, dude. What's wrong with being a backup? I, I okay, so all right, so let's let's play this out. All right, so they cut him. Okay, so that contract is dead, gone, doesn't exist. Now you bring him back instead of restructuring. You bring him back on a whole new contract for six million dollars a year. As you, I'm backup. done. I'm done. Take it. Do it, Nathan. Do it. I do know it. you'll do it. Trey. It's, it's more than just the on-field production. And you know that. <laughs> you do know that because Taylor Heineke's on-field production was poopy in general, but everybody loved him for that pylon dive and how he was in the locker room, Moxie. So it's more than just the product on the field. I'm still not doing it, and for the main reason, the re- main reason why I'm not doing it is because I do not think Carson Wentz fits what Washington wants to do with well, a now QB. we have a new OC, so who knows? It's still not what Washington wants to do at QB. I think that they do want a QB who is more mobile than what Carson Wentz brings he, right now. He's not a mobile quarterback at this point. Up. We say backup, not okay. QB1. And you know what your backup needs to do? Your backup probably needs to run for their life. Because your your main QB got knocked out for a reason. Chad Henney has hasn't ran for his life in I don't know how long, and that man's been a backup for his whole career, and he's doing just fine. Came in, led that ninety eight yard drive down the field without being a mobile quarterback. You can do it; it's possible. Yeah, do it. Yeah, I kind of I get. Come on, Nate. Come on, Stone, come with me. Come no, on, I agree. I understand the premise of what you're trying to say. Yeah, but what happened in week? 16, whatever My it was. My man hadn't played in how many weeks 17, with a brand new offense. Against the Browns, yeah. Oh, my God. That has, has left too much of a bad taste in the organization on what happened on that. And you can't bring him back pretty much just for that reason. 
And yes, it's kind of similar to why you're uh, okay. stoner. You don't want to bring back uh, Heineke, right? It's because the, the fandom has their opinion made on right. this player already, positive or negative. So it's going to go ahead, Trent. You can kind of blame that debacle on the coaches. I would have never put Carson Wentz in after he hasn't played eight games and we have playoff position on the line. That's just dumb. So it starts off with the coaching uh, moves to put him in that position. He hasn't played in eight games. Yeah, he's going to throw picks no matter what he said. We're gonna he get played the, the ball. game before, by the way. Played the second half, didn't he? Played like a, a quarter. And a, cool. That doesn't he, count. He did not he take played, reps with the starters yeah. all he, week. He, he, he played count. like a quarter and a half. He did yeah, play with on. starters. And he so, did play under – a lot of people are like, it was preventive defense. It wasn't San Francisco. Like, come on. Scott Turner calling plays right. left and right differently. And it's just – it was a bad situation with the injury and Taylor Heineken and all that. You bring bad. up a great point with the new offensive coordinator. Tommy T brings up this great point right here. The new offensive coordinator will want his backup QB. Remember, mm-hmm. right now, Washington is telling their offensive mm-hmm. coordinator candidates, we want you to roll with Sam Howell. And I bet they're saying Carson and if they, if they get If they get pulled into that and they're like, okay, Sam Howell is QB1, you, they're going to bring in their Kyle Allen, right? That's that's exactly that's, what Scott Turner did, right? So, you know, Anthony Lynn is going to find his backup quarterback or Thomas Brown is going to find some guy who he, who knows the McVay system. So that way, if Sam Howell, the Howlers, do not succeed, then it's going to be okay. We have that backup quarterback, that Gardner Minshew or whoever, to bring bring Washington to at least some kind of thing there. So I think that's a great point there by Tommy T. They're uh, as far as that. How about this, Trev? Okay. Dog. Would you be willing to wager one hundred dollars that Carson Wentz would be back? You went from a dollar to hundred dollars. Yeah. Would you be willing to wager that, Stoner? You went from a from dollar dollar yeah, to no, dollar. I went to one hundred dollars straight face too. Oh, Just right. the other thing, he was like, "Would you I know? I don't. Money? I don't think I have a button for that one." Um, or is this real money, or are you just saying as like real this? cold hard cash? You would have to Venmo me, even though I don't have Venmo. You would have, have to, to PayPal me one hundred dollars <laughs> if he's not on the roster. Would you be willing to do that? You don't have to. Uh, if you say yes, you don't have. It's not a nah, dog. bet, but. I'm not. I, no, that's what right. I want, and what always what I want doesn't result in what I get. So, right, <laughs> it's not going to happen. No, no, it's going to happen, but well, there's a, there's a chance that it's not. Obviously, there's a chance that it's not. It's, it's not. I'm not, I'm not willing to risk a hundred dollars. I would be willing to risk ten dollars. Okay. To your hundred dollars. Or vice versa, my hundred dollars to your ten dollars. Let's just do ten dollars in general. A ten dollar, but you would go with that, yeah. Trev. You're the worst gambler in history. I just offered you ten to one odds. That's fine. And you don't. You want no, one to one? No, odds. because I know I know you because you you're have some gamblers. kind of inkling and insight on when yeah. you propose. Don't, bets don't bet Stoner when he starts yeah. this. Yeah. I'm not. Do I'm not, not bet Stoner when he starts. Hey. Yeah, Stoner. Stoner <laughs> will take you. control over our uh, account and be and tell people. You know they're they're idiots if they bet against you know this particular thing, and he normally is quite right. So you make sure, yeah, yeah. don't don't go against Stoner some uh, when he does nah, these. Nah, when nah, he's doing the dollar nah, dollar bets, 
You can right. Make, you can like make my man straight face was like a hundred dollars, and he said wager. I'm like, oh, he's he's serious. <laughs> yeah, he's, <laughs> he's pretty uh, serious there. It's kind of like how serious I am about carton cutting Carson wins. Yeah, he gone. Let's let's get him off the roster. Uh, Stoner. Yeah, you have a surprise cut for us. Yep. Ooh, I'm I, I, I want to know who that is. It's it's almost blasphemous. I have I I'm agree with him too. <laughs> you don't know I who know. it is. Trust I me, you don't. Do. Trev's you like don't four low is literally like four locos in at this point. I think <laughs> high noons or whatever. Yeah. But <laughs> and I hate to say it, I know who it's gonna be. And let me tell you how much it would save. Okay, I'm gonna look right here. Stoner, were you gonna get this man's jersey at one point this season? Um, Cam Curl's his only jersey. I think he was gonna get right. That's my yeah. point. No, Man, not Cam, Cam Curl. Cam Curl needs to be signed check. to a deal. Maybe not what his dad wants, $80 million. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Okay, Greg. my cut is going to save $8 million. Perfect okay. to resign Carson Wentz back with. Go ahead. Saving eight money? Eight, eight, uh, it's going to so save $8 million by cutting this guy. You're, you're cu- cutting Charles Leno. I'm cutting Charles Leno. I think I'm cutting Charles Leno. I'm I sorry. Can... He is... He is a class act human being. He is available every single game. He is a good, he's, you know, I don't want to denigrate him because of everything that he is as a person, but I just think it's time to to move on, you know, especially if you're going to have a rookie back there, or I call him a rookie, but you know, Second yeah. year guy, first Sam year Howell back starter. there. First year starter. Yeah, you don't want Charles Leno. If you look at the metrics, okay, and I'm not a metrics guy, but if you look at the metrics, there, there you go from metaphor. He was not good this year. He was not good. He got, um, you know, I don't want to denigrate him. That's something that I would do, or I'd restructure. I'd restructure, but I definitely don't like the twelve and a half million dollar cap hit that uh, he cost. We we know the Lido family's uh, friends of the channel, so we apologize deeply for the <laughs> yes. conversation that is happening yes. right now. He's still getting his money. Okay, yeah. he's got some guaranteed money there. He's still getting his money, and he can go to uh, go play in Houston or something because they live in Texas. So uh, I don't think he would hate it. Right. But uh, yeah, I would probably that would be a surprise cut and it, it might happen. E-, e here mentions moving him to guard, probably not going to happen, but maybe right tackle would a move to right tackle fit. Now, we know Charles, we've talked with his wife, Jen. If, if there's one thing that's pretty consistent, I think that it's been they've even been vocal about is his desire to be a left tackle. He's a left. That's right. And they take issue with that, not just him. But left tackles, they take pride in being that guy, that left tackle. And by the way, left tackles get paid more than right tackles as well. So that's another reason why you want to be a left tackle. But they take pride in that. So, yeah, I don't see a move without uh, some opposition to it. But, uh, yeah. yeah. I, and I think that's a that's a common thread there through the comment section and Gus uh, hitting it with the all caps here. Who, who are you going to replace him with? Even the top drafted LT isn't guaranteed to be as good. For sure. And and I think that's fair. Maybe, Stoner, would you maybe just restructure his deal? He was only signed for a few years. So it's, it's, you know, if you extend him and kind of, you know, 
you know, mellow out the cap hit, do you think that'd be a little bit better? Or do you think they, because the market's gone up, he's going to cost you more than what uh, he would currently cost you, which is the cap number of $12 million, $12.5 million. Yeah. I probably would not restructure him. Mm. I, 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 mm. I think it's just time to move on. Mm. How old is he? 32. Yeah. He's going to be 32 by the time the season starts. Mm. You know what I mean? I mean, look. He's 31 and his birthday will hit before then. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I would probably just be at that point where, look, it's just time to move on. Mm. Okay. And you would save mm. $8 million in cap space by doing that. Now you might mm. go out and sign a guy for $18 million a year and you've lost cap space at that position, but you may mm. upgrade with the player. So that's what that's a surprise one that I would do. Wow, that I did not expect that. I feel that that's fair, though. Um, you know, eight million dollars is nothing to sneeze at. Mm-hmm. So that that's uh, that's fair. Ben pointing out that you know Leno is thirty one. He's not going to drastically improve uh, this this late into his career. Uh, Gus Bust's still fighting for him. You'll have a hard time restructuring him because Leno will know his worth, and uh, Gus Bust is on that side, just like he's on uh, Wes Schweitzer's side. Mm-hmm. You know, Gus Bust loves uh, some of those big guys as well. Big is, speaking of one of the big guys who is a potential, we, we mentioned this last week, Chase yeah. Roulier. Yeah. Where are going? Uh, cut, cutting him will save $4.3 million on the cap. Now it's eight million dollars in dead in dead money but mm-hmm. this is a this is a this is an older player who hasn't been able to stay on the field you know what are we thinking on uh chase Rouley saving ourselves four point three million dollars there yeah he's gone great that's kid. a tough one too because what you well, mean in general He's only 29 years of age. In general, yes. Listen, in general, yes, you you need to move on from the center position. But I mean, it's still that's still a big dead cap hit. Eight million dollars of dead cap money for him is a lot. So maybe you can restructure something with him. I don't want to. Why would you restructure with somebody who can't finish the season? At 29 years old. Because when he does play, when he does play, he is a very solid center for this oh, team. You know what? When I wake up in the morning and do some stretches, I do great that day. Doesn't mean I'm going to do great the next day or the day after that or finish out the week strong. Get rid of them. We've, we've been through center purgatory with the same person year after year. Why are we going to set ourselves up for that? I don't care if you restructure for $500,000. It does not guarantee a full season. He no, has not. He's right. not shown that. Get rid of him. And I'm going to comment on Charles Leno real quick. I keep him because he's durable. And who are you going to, like people are saying, who are you going to put in behind him? And he's the most continuitized offensive lineman we have. So build around him and other people on the line too. Because you saw what happened to Cincinnati. They went out and got three offensive linemen in free agency, and they were without them in the playoffs. And it showed, and it showed that. Leal Collins, Jonah Williams, and Alex Kappa. Stud mm-hmm. offensive linemen. Didn't finish the whole season and spent all that money on that. So, yeah, but did they go? Didn't they go seventeen games with those guys? 
Not lat, not the year before that. No, this year I'm talking about this year. No, this year that I think they played no. those guys played all year and then got hurt in the playoffs. No, Rael Collins sure. was out for a while. Jonah Williams probably went 17 and probably missed a couple playoff games. And Kappa has been out. Kappa definitely did. Kappa, Kappa, Kappa definitely went. I'm pretty but, sure but, that they're all lined. But it's the hard. point is, yes, you don't you, know, you don't know that you can definitely replace them with you, somebody. You don't want to risk by spending a lot of money getting somebody who was good at a previous team and they come here like quit like the Colts, all that money on the offensive line, Quentin Nelson, Ryan Kelly, such and such, and look what they did this year. Because so it's, that's just a hard a hard position when it comes to cut and restructure and sign because that's the most important position I think on the field outside of quarterback. Because your offense can't run unless you have a decent offensive line. Yeah. Why not keep him? But, but look, he wasn't great, okay? He's not, he wasn't terrible either, though. He wasn't terrible, was. but he wasn't great. He kind of was. He wasn't, okay. When he came here, I never thought he was a super stud when he first came here anyway. I thought he mm-hmm. was good and durable in Chicago. Like, he was, he was good. I never thought he was a stud left tackle anyway. Right. So some people might have thought that. So I wasn't expecting too much, but he was serviceable every game. Sixth worth tackle, yeah, but... PFF has him on a 71.6 grade. That's that's an above average... I don't know. It's much more than... I mean, I don't know. Keep him because he's durable. Uh, Metaphor is right, and and then then Stoner came back and found that one. Uh, (laughs) The the metrics, there are some metrics that put him as the sixth worst. I mean, you you can go back and forth on different things. Again, graded as as, uh, 71. Where does that rank? PFF. Uh, Where does that 71.6 rank? With all his peers, I'd have mm-hmm. to unlock PFF, and I haven't done that. Ah, that's, okay, that's something I'm interested in right now. It's just not. It's just not great. Okay, and maybe you can find. I get it. If he comes back next year, fine. If they restructure, fine. I'm not going to complain too much about it. Right. But you can improve that position. Yeah. And you can improve it uh, by only taking the four million dollar cap hit for that year, and you can take that eight million dollars that you're going to save. And put it towards a better left tackle. It's possible, but there's also other ones. We're talking about Chase Rulier uh, having to replace him. If Charles Leno is somebody you're going to replace, you're going to have to put a lot of money into that line. And so, where are you where are you going to get it? What other cuts are you going to be making? Um, some of the other high numbers here, who I would put on the potential chopping block. One of them is a fan favorite. And I know Steve over from the command, this podcast is going to hate this, but Logan Thomas saves you $5.1 million. Yeah. If he is cut is, is, is Logan Thomas, Trev, do you think Logan Thomas makes the the roster this next year? The only way he does is on like a one year, 1.2 million. 2.2, like some kind of restructure. If they restructure yeah, or the cut him and bring way. him back, I don't that's think they'll the cut him and bring him way, back. It's dead cap of 30, uh, 3.5 million, but restructuring yeah, he, maybe. We, it's not, he just. We love he, to say restructure, but you know, restructure he, means he's going to be up on your cap for a longer mm-hmm. time. Right? Yeah, yeah, we're talking five more years. Yeah, of him nah, he's on done, the cap. He, he chose too late to decide to be a tight end after spending his whole life being a quarterback. And he's only getting older at a newer position. He's only been like a 
before he came to Washington, he was a practice squad tight end in Detroit and Philly, I believe. So he really didn't get any game action until he came to us. Mm-hmm. And he was decent. He nice years, right? Yeah, he was decent. And then that that injury, he's only getting older, and the this injuries are getting more serious to him. Cut him. I mean, I'm sure. He, I think he's going to be cut. I don't. Yeah. Think it's, I don't and think I have a hard a... time seeing him latching on anywhere else as a starting tight end. Honestly, I really oh, he'll think. latch on. He'll he'll as a starting tight end. I mean, maybe not as a starter, but he'll he'll get another job. He'll he he gotta play go. another he gotta few go. years. But yeah, uh, I, I agree. Remember... I think that he he'll fit on somebody's team as a tight end. To <laughs> I will help uh, 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 yeah, e- EP n- as notorious, as not a fan of Logan Thomas. Patterson's in a suitcase with him, it's fine. Go ahead. My, <laughs> Michael saying, yeah, no Bobby Vanilla deals, just pack yeah. and leave. Yeah, you're yeah. not going to restructure someone like Logan, like I said, especially as old as he is. Like, this isn't restructuring right. a contract for a 28-year-old. This is somebody north of 30 coming off of injury. Uh, unfortunately, fan yeah, favorite there, going to go. Yeah, we What's talked to him on the channel, too. Great guy. No offense, mm-hmm. Logan. Oh yeah, great family, all that. And that's the important thing is we need to make sure we separate the play on the field from the person. (laughs) Because I would say most of these individuals we're talking about are great people, and and Logan Thomas is one. We we did talk to him uh, on our channel during the draft. Uh, Great down to earth guy. Really, really good in for uh, you know interview that we had with him. But when you're when you're talking about the team aspect here, and he's going to save you five point one million dollars, yeah. you're looking for guys yeah. like Armani Rogers and Cole Turner to get more playing time. You have someone like Bates who doesn't cost you much. You know you don't need four tight ends as long as they stay healthy. So yeah, Logan Thomas there probably one of the cap casualties. Uh, even though this next one is going to save you eight point five million dollars, I don't see Kendall Fuller getting cut i think kendall fuller manages to stay on this roster a reminder just how young he is he's only 27 years of age so even though he saves you 8.5 million dollars if you cut him do you see that happening or maybe this is one of those restructures given how young he is yep he did come on late in the season trev you were hard on him in the beginning i was so hard on the beginning and he came he came on um late season but i think that's my surprise cut Ladies and gentlemen, I think that it's been too much of an up and down year. He hasn't been consistent. He hasn't, and we all know that. If it saves eight million, we can go get a, a better corner than Kendall Fuller, who's been here second time around. I really think. So. I think um, we can. I think um, we can. I I think he should be a restructure candidate at twenty seven years old. And you want to keep his inconsistency for five or six more years? Yeah. I don't know, five or six is a little long, but three or four <laughs> more years. Yeah, I think so. I, I would bring, I would keep him because you're already, you know, fairly thin at corner anyway. They're definitely going to draft a corner pretty high this year. I think they're going to sign round, one. They're going to get a corner. They're going to sign but, one. Well, if they're going to sign one, then you're going to cut Kendall Fuller. They're going to sign one. Because you're not going to have. I think they're probably going to draft one, is what they're looking yeah, at. Yeah. I don't think they're going to Unless they cut him. If you they can't cut him, Saint Juice and Kendall Fuller on the outside. I, I think Kendall Fuller only gets cut if you're making a monster deal on a QB, yeah, like Lamar Jackson, right? Like, because you're trying to open up that space. Oh, obviously, Carson Wentz, and you're mm-hmm. cutting the Logan Thomas. Maybe you're cutting Charles Leno because that eight million dollars. And then you look at Kendall Fuller, and you're like, 
well, this is $8 million more we can put towards the $50 million for Lamar Jackson. I think that's the only way he gets cut. I think that restructuring would probably make more sense, and I don't even know that Washington does that, You know whether or not Kendall Fuller wants that, because he's if he has a good season, he ended the season playing well. If he has a good season, he's going to be looking at making more than the $11 million that he is. He might want to play out his contract. Hmm. Well, you're going to cut Norwell also. Right, you save a few million there. Yeah, I mean, and Trey Turner, right? I don't know if Trey yeah. Turner even has two two point two million dollars on uh, Norwell. Uh, Cornelius Lucas is actually three point three million dollars. Only Keep only him. cost you a dead cap of nine hundred thousand dollars there. He's great depth. Keep them. Keep them. When he had to step up and play right tackle, left tackle, he did a phenomenal job. Quote unquote phenomenal for what it's worth. Keep them. We need depth. Yeah, there 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 are certain guys that. No, they're not stars. Some of them mm-hmm. aren't even starters, but you do need them for depth purposes. Lucas the Casey is one of Two Hills, guys. who doesn't cost, would not co- yeah, cost, yeah. cost us yeah. anything. Yeah, you give us a million dollars. You you uh, you keep yep. him on. Yes. James Smith Williams, kind of similar deal. Yeah. There would save you a million dollars. Yes, they're all young as you know what. They can only go up from here, so like they still have a, a lot of time. Troy Apke, by the way, uh, oh, would save $940,000. You got to keep him deaf, baby. Like the team base. Do, doing that one strictly for our man, Trev, who, uh, hey. who uh, big, big Trapke fan there. Yes, sir. A name that I keep hearing from a lot of people, and I understand the kind of the frustration with how the season played out for him, but it's a little bit surprising to hear is J.D. McKissick is a name that keeps being thrown around by fans. Yeah. Um, no one, no one's serious in this regard, and and not that fans can't be serious, but essentially, like it's not you're not hearing the rumblings coming from a front office or anything like that. And largely because JD McKissick only saves you one point two million, and he still costs you two million. Yeah, um, got him. But a lot of fans may be unhappy with him being injured this back to back years, the neck injury back to back years. What do you think about JD McKissick as a potential uh, cut target? Yeah. Says yes. Stoner, yeah, the we're, amount we're, that you're saying. gonna save, no, I, I, I would hold on to him. He's well, as long as he's healthy coming into camp. He but if he's not healthy, then when he was healthy, his role kind of diminished mm-hmm. as even a third down pass catcher because they brought Gibeon to do that a lot. So yeah, his role was already getting kind of thrown out the door before he got injured. And two years back to back neck injury. That's yeah. that's not something to waste money on. That's a serious injury. So. Yeah, maybe he takes some sort of um, you know injury payout or something. I don't know how. Yeah, those you can find a third down back anywhere, anywhere. I th- I think that's fair. He he is valuable when healthy, and in and Alex Smith is your quarterback, <laughs> then that's when he is at his best. But you're right in this sort of run heavy offense that they wanna they wanna deploy. As long as Robinson and Gibson are healthy then he's never going to play. Yeah. He's going to come in on situational plays yep. and not on just third down plays just but cuz that'll mm-hmm. kind of be Gibson's role. So he'll just be a straight up backup. So mm-hmm. I mean yeah, maybe you save a million bucks here or there. You know, send it my way, I'll take it. Yeah, I think Roger on board with that uh put a health des- designation on him, pay him, let him retire. Uh, which is quite possible. The neck injuries are no joke. Uh, he's got back-to-back years with you know a similar or same neck injury. 
probably uh, probably better for him long term. Uh, you know, he wanted to come here, and fans were happy to have him. I know we were, and uh, but maybe maybe it is time for him to hang him up. It could now, be. That's not time, up to the it's front not up, office. So. Not up to the front office. It's going to yeah. be up to him. The, what is up to the front office is who they target for an extension. We talked mm-hmm. about people they should re-sign those free agents that they they had a potential chance last. You know, last week we talked about that. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about people who are under contract. We talked about a few that should you know possibly be restructured to save some cash. Mm-hmm. Who needs to be signed? Long term, especially before it becomes too expensive, because you know Deron Payne, they had a chance to to you know potentially sign him to a long term deal last year. He has a monster year this year, and he's going to cost a lot of money. So, who can they potentially lock up right now before it's going to cost them even more money? The Kevin only, Moore? Oh wait, already happened. Yeah, the the Talk only about. one that I can see on there that they would probably want to lock up long term would be Montez. And I don't know if that's something that you can do this year. You're in the same position that you were last year going into the offseason with Deron Payne. Yes, he's been very good. He's a first-rounder. He's our first-rounder. Do we want to sign him to a long-term? Eh, probably not. Let's go into the draft, and let's draft a defensive tackle to replace him. Same thing with Montez. You're in that same situation. Has he been good? Yeah, he's been pretty good but he hasn't been great that you want to pay him. Now he might go into this year where he's in his kind of free agent year and he's mm-hmm. going to have this monster year and then you're not mm-hmm. going to be able to afford him. because And then you're going to have that same thing with Chase the following year. I so see. he's yeah. a candidate. If, if you believe in him, then now is the time to sign him to a long-term deal. Now, don't wait until he has a 12-and-a-half sack year and blows up all of a sudden, and now he's priced out of your, your salary cap. I view him the same way as I view Deron Payne, Montez Sweat. And to, he has to have someone else going so he can get going. Deron Payne needs Jonathan Allen so he can get going because Jonathan Allen requires so much attention. Chase Young, healthy, requires so much attention. That gave Montez Sweat more opportunities to do what he does and get to the quarterback user. So I think they both have to go when somebody else goes. They don't just come out and be dominant like Chase and Jonathan Allen from the start. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that is going to be hard. And I agree with you. I think it would be Montez Sweat that they would, could possibly see because he's shown the 11 and a half sacks or the, the 10 whatever sacks he had his rookie year. He's shown he can be that player. But I feel like he has to have somebody on the other side to get him going to be that player again like he did his rookie year. So. So would then, so that's your, that's your, that, yeah, like what they, you have right it. now, though, right, the information that you have right now is all you have. Yeah. So you can't wait until the end of the year. Do it. So are you going to sign him or are you just going to let He's him play young. another year and then let him go? When do we draft him? What pick was he for us? 20, late, uh, late first round. Yeah. We, we jumped yeah. back in the first round to get him. Yeah. yeah, do it. I don't know how long and how much, but just do it. Extend them. Because I don't want to, I don't want to do what we did with Preston Smith. We let him go, and he went to Green Bay. I'm saying Preston out. Smith, Brian Arakapo. Yes, and, and I, I think that on. I think hold that. On. Let's what? I'm gonna, gonna let you all get away with that. What? Nathan's on my side for once, and you're gonna let me have it. You Preston Smith it. didn't go ball out. You heard his name more. You heard his name more in Green Bay. That man said ball out. I mean, 
He did the same thing he did here. Which, anyways, now, go you ahead. Got, now you got me looking at Preston Smith. Go ahead. What I'm, yeah, what I'm saying is you're giving up a – if Montez Sweat walks, and I like Montez Sweat, okay, let me put that out there. Mm-hmm. If you let him walk, this is kind of like letting Preston Smith and Brian Arakpo. These are good yeah. number two, you know, mm-hmm. pass they're rushers. Good. That's right. You know, they're they're effective, not too bad. Uh, Washington, I did think misplayed, you know, Preston Smith Preston. quite a bit. Um, let's see here, Green Bay sacks. He had twelve his first year in Green Bay, four, nine, eight point five. Uh, which is right about what he was doing for for Washington eight four point five eight and four. Never um, double digits though in Washington. Never double digits. Only one double digit though in Green Bay. But that's what that's kind of what I'm thinking of as far as him is like you're going to see the same Montez Sweat, which is a quality pass rusher. Okay, you know, just ignoring and the low sack totals. He has a lot of pressure QB pressures. He has mm-hmm. a lot of of good run coverage and tackles and those kind of things. So he plays the position well. He's just not playing it as one of the Bosa brothers, right? He's not playing it at one of yeah, as no. like one of the Watt brothers. Right. And so do what would you pay him to, you know, in accordance with that? Because when you when you're paying these guys as largely like what happens, and this is going to happen with another one of our targets here is Cam Curl. It doesn't matter if they're – or and you see this with QBs. Daniel Jones has been a part of the conversation this week. There's no middle tier for QBs, right? Every time you're paying a QB and really any NFL player, they're, Christian Kirk last year, yeah. no one thought that he deserved right. that kind of money, but that's what the market dictates. That's, what the mar- that's right. And, and Cam Curl and Montez Sweat are going to dictate what the market does. So if you look at it, they're going to be looking at the what, what would they earn if they were on – a franchise tag. What are the top players earning in their position? And for Montez Sweat, defensive ends make a lot of money. So is you know he might understand again. He's not one of the. He's not T.J. Watt. He's not one of the Bosa brothers. Mm-hmm. But he's still going to be looking for you know good money. So those are the things that you have to kind of you know think there as far as the. Um, the defensive ends, nineteen million dollars, are the the uh, exclusive, non-exclusive rights franchise uh, tag. So you have to figure Montez Sweat as a defensive end is probably going to cost you, you know, seventeen million to twenty million dollars. Are you willing to pay Montez Sweat that kind of money? Especially with Chase coming the next year, and especially with are you signing Duran as well? No, you're not. You just sound. You just signed Jonathan Allen. You're not. They're not signing Duran, so yeah, you do it. You've got Fedarian Mathis, uh, second rounder. That's that's a fair chunk of money. That's a rookie contract. Yeah, but it's still a chunk of money for a second rounder. Still some cap money. I don't know what he costs. I can look Duran it up Payton. here. Duran Payne um, with all the money in the world, and we don't have it for him. We're not. We're, we're going to be talking tagging Duran Payne in the cooldown. So hold mm-hmm. off on any Duran Payne conversation. Montez right. Sweat, are you willing to pay him eighteen million dollars a year? How many you, people weren't willing to pay Brandon Sheriff, who was a all pro guard, $18 million a year? Mm-hmm. Are you willing to pay not even a pro bowler $18 million a year? How many years? Five years. Yeah. I mean, that's probably what you would have to do. Do it. Um, 
I probably would not. Who are you going to go get to replace him? I mean, you, you're, you're going to end up having no to draft way. a guy. But yeah. I mean, you, you do have Montez Sweat this year. You don't have to draft a guy this year, right? You can see if one of the guy if one of the guys behind him develops. You know, if Chase if Chase does well and you get Smith Williams and Chase, uh, you know, Two Hill to play well alongside him, then you let Montez Sweat get his money somewhere else. Oof! What yeah, if I would? So I know you say you don't wait until he gets double digits. But this year, let's say week eight, he has nine sacks already. Does that mm-hmm. ease your your decision halfway through the season that he already has eight sacks? Does that help your your decision at the end to extend them? Like what number of sacks by the middle of the, of the season will it take to make that a if, definite answer? If you don't extend him now, you don't sign him after. Because if he has this great year – then he's just priced himself out of your market. Because now instead of the, fifth, mm. what did you say, 15 to 18 million that year, he might yeah. make this year because he yeah. hasn't done a whole lot, but the yeah, ceiling make is still high. Yeah. Right? So if you sign him in this offseason, you could probably sign him for 15 million a year. Okay? But if he has a monster year, you're not signing him for 15 million. Now you got to pay him 22 million. Okay. Right? And now you're also looking at, Again, you got Chase Young coming up in this offseason or at the end of the season, and you're going to have to pay him. So you have to decide now, this offseason. If you don't extend him, that means you're done. Right? If you do extend him, then you do it for five years. But you can't not extend him and then have him go out with 14 sacks for the year, and then you can't. And then him. end up in the Duran Payne situation where right. you've just then you're priced yourself out. Him or something. Yeah. Or, or That's whatever. how they're so similar because they're the same type. They have to have their opposite player to get them going to get them going. I will disagree a little bit with Duran Payne. Like I said, we'll save the Duran Payne there, but we'll put a pin on that particular part of that. Remind me in the comments to to talk about how Duran Payne's not necessarily a person who needs a Jonathan Allen on the other side. Put that in the comments somewhere so I remember to talk about that. Let's go over to the next one. This is a guy who Stoner wants to buy the jersey for. Mm. Now, if he's he's only got one more year with Washington, Gregory says Curl's not worth 19 to 20 million a season. Sorry, draft another safety. Uh, mm. Gus Bus, uh, I believe, was up here. Yep, Gus Bus says Cur- Curl is probably not a top 10 safety in the league. The tenth highest paid safety gets thirteen million dollars a year. I'd offer mm. Curl an extension of four years, fifty-two million dollars, and thirty-five million guaranteed. First question is: Do we think that get that would get the job done? Right. Would Cam Curl sign that? Mm-hmm. No, no, he's not going to sign that. You can offer him all you want. He's not going to sign it though. He's <laughs> he going to demand top ten safety. Money. You can demand all you want, dog. PFF don't get you paid. Okay. <laughs> PFF does play play a part of that. And Allison uh, saying PFF had curl as the top two safety. Those are absolutely points that the agents bring to the table here. The the safety pay, by the way, and I I I agree that he would be. I would consider him maybe not a superstar in the way that you'd see Derwin James or Fitzpatrick, maybe a Jamal Adams. Uh, who are the top three paid highest safeties. 
But I would say that, you know, some of these other Marcus Williams, Quandre Diggs, Buda Baker, like he's in that kind of category, at mm-hmm. least for Washington fans. And if obviously PFF thinks very highly of him as well. The thing is, is this is a this is a Christian Kirk situation. It doesn't matter what we rank him, right? You can say he's a top 10 safety. You can say he's 10 to 15 safety. He's going to end up earning top five safety money, which is anywhere from 15 million to $19 million a year. So it's another one of these, maybe you hit in the middle, maybe he gets Jamal Adams money at 17.5. You know, is that going to be 70, maybe 80 million over the course of, over how many years that it makes uh, the AAV come out to the, be the right thing? The, this, it's, it's difficult with Curl, and I don't have the stat right in front of me, but somebody put the stat out there in the yards per game defensively that Washington gave up with Curl and without Curl, and there's a huge difference. That's pretty the, bad. The first three games he was out, I believe, maybe it was just the first two. It was the first two games he missed was Detroit and Jacksonville. And they had big play after big play after big play, especially Detroit, right? Then he comes back and settles that defense down all the way through. And then he missed one or two games later in the year, and the defense got shellacked again. Okay? And then he comes back, and then the defense settles in again. So there – you can say PFF is not uh, – we shouldn't be paying attention to PFF. Well, the league does, okay? The league subsidizes their pay, uh, or whatever the proper term is. They pay PFF for the information, and they use that information. The leagues do. The teams do, right? Ron Rivera has mentioned PFF on numerous occasions that he pays attention to their their analytics, so they pay attention to all this stuff, PFF or whomever. doesn't matter. They pay attention. So those rankings do mean something. And he makes a difference with this defense. If you want to just use old school defensive rankings, yards given up per game, when he's in there, it's way down. When he's not in there, it's way up. He's a difference maker. I'm a little bit biased because I love watching him play, but – he is a difference maker on this defense. We've been complaining about safety play for years and years and years. Now you got a chance to have uh, Derek Forrest slash um, Cam Curl safety play for the next six or seven years and not worry about it. So I would extend him. I would give him a long-term deal for whatever he ends up agreeing to, whatever the market bears. What do you think, mm. Trav? You had your hand raised. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing that. One reason why we just lost Chris Harris, our defensive bats coach. How do we know somebody replaces him? It can make Cam Curl be a Cam Curl as of before. Second, it's really sad when Cam Curl, a probably top 15 to 20 safety, is hurt and it affects our entire defense during the season. That's really bad. Second. We have so much more other things to fix rather than extending Cam Curl at the safety position. But this is kind of Michael's point there is Michael doesn't want to spend 20% of the cap on two I defensive mean, players. My counter argument to that is that that's 
what your team is, right? If your team is a defensive team, you're winning games off of running the football and playing strong defense. I think that paying 20% for those caliber of players, which by the way, would essentially be Jonathan Allen and Cam Curl, who you're saying are the linchpins, uh, which Doug agrees with. Curls is our defensive linchpin here, agreeing with uh, Stoner. Maybe that's not so bad. You know, I would like to see more invested into the offensive line to help yeah. out. But if you're going to go with with Sam Howell on a rookie deal, you have some of that money to to do. Shauna, thanks for joining us here. Yeah. Shauna's about to leave. But uh, Cam Curl was good for us and our fan base only. And yet PFF, PFF had him top two safeties. I don't really know what games they were watching, really. He didn't really flash to me as much as he did before when he gave us the reason to talk to him about him this season. He was hurt. Um, I think they missed him mainly because of his play calling in the backfield, not necessarily his play, because we had Landon Collins. He did the same thing for us before Cam Curl. Landon Collins did flash in a very similar role. And he went to the Giants and made the playoffs in the same role. So it's not like this. we can't find someone else better than Cam Curl to do it. He was great for us while he, you know, was here. He's great. I don't think he deserves the market that he's going to demand for. I really don't. You know, no. you know I, do I give that mo- money more to All Pro Revo faster than Cam Curl, and that's just my hot take on that. Well, I mean, Revo plays like ten plays a game, but okay. I mean, Curl plays every defensive play. I'm just saying, he's a safety. Revo plays ten he's plays a, a game. I know he made him a special teams, but. That's just my personal opinion. I don't see Cam Curl being that lights-out player that PF, PFF has him graded as. The perfect, the perfect scenario, and I think this goes for any fan of this team or any fan of any team, but specifically any fan of this team, the perfect scenario is that you draft a guy, you develop a guy, and then you keep a guy. And that's oh. exactly what they've done with Cam Curl so far. They drafted him, they developed him, and now when it's time to pay him, we just want to kick him to the curb and start all over. I don't, I don't think that's that a good much, plan. Bro. We have so many other things we could spend that money on rather than it, a It Cam ends up Curl being what the market dictates. I will say this. Here's my hot particular hot take on this. If Defoe continues to, to progress, mm-hmm. as we saw this last year, I do think Defoe will make more money and it's not just because of the market being uh, raised every year but more so because this is what trev's kind of point is when it comes to cam curl now stoner you and i are on the same page when it comes to cam curl we like the way he plays we think that he just plays good quality football Mm -hmm. the reason why defoe ends up is going to end up on more people's radar is because Defoe makes the splashy plays. Defoe's mm-hmm. the one who's getting the interceptions, who's running across mm-hmm. the field to do these these high highlight type plays. And Cam Curl doesn't have a whole lot of highlight plays to his reel right now. He just plays quality, solid football. And mm-hmm. I do th- so. I do think that makes a difference. And I could. I think a lot of people don't want to pay Cam Curl money because of that, money. right? Because he's not he's not sh- shown up in the stat sheet with these uh you know past defenses or these interceptions he you know he that's not the kind of player he is he's just one of these players who just makes your team better and mm-hmm. i'm i'm sorry I to me i'm that. still i still want to pay all that money know, cam curl i pay him 15, 14 to 15 million dollars a year that's justin simmons buda baker money 
But you won't yeah. pay Montez Sweat that? I would pay Montez <laughs> Sweat $15 million a year. Say what? I would pay Montez Sweat $15 million a year. We just went over that. You said you wouldn't. No, I said, no, I don't think I did. I don't think I said that I wouldn't oh, okay. pay him that $15 million. I wouldn't pay him that upper echelon money. And But I said I probably... That's tough, I don't. Guys. I don't think that he would take fifteen million. I'm talking Montez Sweat for going oh. backwards. Yeah. You think Cam, um, Cam was? That's Cam will take fifteen million. I think he would take a a five year, ninety million dollar deal. Oh my god! Yeah. How much is guaranteed? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna say like uh, you know forty million dollars guaranteed, something like that. Oh my god! For Cam Curl. Yeah, that's that, that's Cam what the Curl. market dictates. Because what do you all because of a little number two on a PFF? That's it. We're going for, for the record. 80, 80 years at five million would be sixteen uh, million dollars a year. So, yeah, um, but I'm not. I'm just talking about. I wouldn't give him that guaranteed. We don't even oh, have a DB you know I mean? coach anymore. What if he doesn't? What if the new DB coach has him playing somewhere else, and not in the box okay. anymore? Then what's he gonna do? Okay, again, we waste wasted all that money. Maybe he's not a natural. Coach. Maybe he's not a natural-born linebacker, just too small, and maybe why, he's not a cover guy. Why all of a sudden is Chris Harris the only guy that can coach Cam Curl? Because there I mean, are I'm other not guys saying, in the world like, who can coach him. I'm just saying, just <laughs> saying. Um, it happens, but it, I, I'm happens. I'm that guy. I'm that guy. <laughs> you draft him, you develop him, you pay him. Yeah, if it's deserving, you can't just say it and because it's it it deserving. And I'm not saying it just because of PFF. Like well, what he's else been is making it? plays since he's played as a rookie. So it's my sweat. And you and had a harder stats time bear it out. You had a harder time saying that about Montez Sweat, and he's been making plays since he's been in the league too. Just not as just as quiet as Cam Curl. But now all of a sudden you're so ready to give Cam Curl money. Because of Here's, PFF number two. It's not because of PFF no, number it, it's two. It's because in three games, Washington gave up 91 points. That's not only without, because of Cam Curl. The common denominator, you're right, it's not only Come because on, of him. Be one of the common denominators was Cam Curl wasn't the game. When Montez like Sweat doesn't play, I feel like Bradley King, Hill, and all those, they're not as good as Montez yeah. Sweat. I'm not Here's saying the that difference. they're on the same tier, but they, they, you, they're serviceable. Here's the difference, Trev, between the Montez Sweat and the Cam Curl. You don't have uh, – Cam Curl doesn't have a Chase Young behind him that you have to sign the next year playing the same position. Okay, he doesn't have that. He's the guy. He's the guy that's the anchor, the guy who makes the plays back there. Okay? On the defensive line, you can't have two guys – that are going to make $20 million a year if you have playing them. the same position. You can't do that. You can't afford that. I'm not giving Cam that much money, Stunner. I get Gus, it. Gus Bus brings up this one. You can actually wait until next offseason to give Curl top 10 salary. With a year left on his current deal, you get Cam Curl at a discount right now. Now, this kind of goes into what I was talking about earlier as well. Cam Curl doesn't have these flashy plays that gets recognized by – you know, everyone and in, in with the, these huge flashy interceptions or tackles or anything like that, maybe the market is still there for him next year and he stays with Washington. What do you think about kicking that down the can? Be- because that can down the street. Kicking the can down the road? Yeah. 
Kick it. What did you say? Kicking. I just said kicking the, the can. can. I just said kicking the can down. <laughs> Kick it down the yeah. can. Um, down the can. Yeah. I think uh, if next year, if you wait until next off season, yeah. well, guess what? You now you got to compete with thirty-one other teams to to get. That's fine. He's an free agent. There's probably fifteen other better safeties out there than Cam Curl that you're willing to pay for that. Just saying. Well, the number's going to go up again. Okay, for for every reason, assuming he has a decent year, a decent enough year. The number's going to go up just because numbers always go up. So you're going to pay him more. And now you're going to get into a bidding war with other teams. This year, he can sign with you and nobody else. And so it's your offer against his agent's offer or his dad, whichever. Or I think maybe yeah. it's both. So that's what you All have of to the do. above. Yeah. yeah. So that's, what, that's, that's the advantage of signing him now. When did we draft him? Uh, Three years four ago. years ago. So wait, like where, like when, where at did we draft them? Do you remember seventh, seventh round from our oh gosh? And we're, yeah. okay, next, you can't. Next he's a seventh player who's playing well. Trev, stop looking at his draft position now. Look at what he's done in the last three years in the league. That's what you're looking at. We're gonna move on because why? And we still have won exactly, no more than nine games in those three years with him at safety. That's I'm not, not wasting money on that. Okay. Just Stoner brought up why maybe waiting to pay Cam Curl's a bad idea, and that's because you're in competition with 31 other teams. Washington has that happening right now with Deron Payne. They can tag him this year, but it's going to cost them. That's all coming up here on The Cool Down. Stay with us. The Cool Down is brought to you by Manscaped. Ever since my Nathan started using their products, I can't cool down. Fellas, trust me, go to Manscaped right now and get 20% off and free shipping by using the code REF. Your ladies will appreciate you. Now back to Trev, Stoner, and my Manscaped man, Nathan. <laughs> 